Welcome to another episode of Spock Sports Show. It's a look at everything sports here in the mid-Michigan area. And now, here's your host, Chris Spockman. Chris Spockman with the Owen Spock Sports Show. A very special interview today. I've actually got Paige and Natalie Ancliffe with me here, who are twins. And before we even get into the whole sports thing, guys, i got to ask you, what's it like being a twin? Paige, we'll start with you. Oh, it's pretty amazing. I mean, having a best friend by my side all the time. Being able to play sports with her, uh, do homework together at the table, it's pretty amazing. And Natalie, she might have stole your answer, but what's it, what, what's it like for you? What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of Paige? Goofy. No, um, <laughs> it's it's definitely something that, that not a lot of people get to experience, but if you do, you understand the special bond. Like, I feel like we're just closer, everything, like, she's my best friend, like she said, we do everything together, and we don't get annoyed. I mean, I feel like some twins will say, oh my God, I just want to have my own space, but that's not us, we're... We get emotionally attached to each other pretty fast. So, yeah. <laughs> And now I've got a buddy, my buddy Jeremy Judge. He's got twins. I believe they're nine years old now. If you were going to give so- them some advice, they're a boy and girl, what advice would you give to them? Love each other. I mean, yep. it's, it goes by fast. You are given this b- best friend. You don't have to, you know, really work for it. They're your sister, your brother, whatever. Love them. Yeah. Be Honestly, best friends. Just keep them by your side the whole time because they're there for you. And now the the feel each other thing, I actually posted this on Facebook earlier because, you know, you see all the articles on the Internet when something happens with twins or whatever, the other one can feel that. Do you guys think that that's something that's true and you guys are still pretty young in your life? You guys are looking at each other kind of smiling. Uh, Physically, I don't think so. I mean, but emotionally, I would definitely say so. I mean, more so, I think, I mean, when you walk into a room and someone's down, I feel like you can, like, just sense it. But with us, like, I just know, you know, like, I don't even have to ask, like, are you okay? I just know something's wrong. So, (laughs) emotionally, yes. Physically, I would not say so. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think that's just a... Probably a good thing when you're coming to sports. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now you guys have been playing together for how long when it comes to softball and just all this? I mean, all your life, but as far as competitive softball, how far back does yeah, it go, you so, think? Yeah, uh, so we tried out for driller softball when we were 10. Nine. Well, nine. Yeah. So right. we've played travel softball since 10 you ten and up. All right. Gosh, so. So that's that's a long time. And now, do you have any yeah. early memories of playing together or the, some of the funniest moments? Like when you think back to those days of playing travel ball before you could even compete for your school, there's some memories that stick out? Well, actually, the night before our uh, drillers tryouts, we were up at the fields with dad and working on it before we tried out. And Natalie had to work on bunting because, I mean, we were nine years old. Bunting's part of the tryout. And I'm picturing, I'm picturing your dad whipping oh, him in yeah. at you guys. He was, yeah. he was and that, I think yeah. that's part of the story is whipping yeah, him so in. She, and then. Uh, Natalie was in the cage bunting, and uh, all of a sudden she starts screaming, and there goes her finger. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it didn't fall off or anything, yeah. but it, it felt like it. I jammed my thumb the next day. Tryouts, I'm like, luckily we knew the coach. It was our Megan Johnston's dad, she's on our team. Uh, I'm like, I, I don't know what to do, la, 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 and I figured it out. I would say that's one, but just being together, I mean, yeah. we've never not been on a team together. I mean, Paige has played with separate teams, like for a pickup player and stuff, which is weird seeing her play without me, <laughs> but I mean, I was just think like, we, I just as long as I can remember, we've played this sport together, so I feel like that's just, as a as a whole, that's the best memory. Agreed. And now you guys go to travel all the time for spring break, cool places, but also what's the coolest stadium you've been to for college and what's the cool place you've been able to play doing some travel ball? My favorite is Florida. We went to yep. Florida just this past spring break. My nine-year-old self was screaming, <laughs> crying, throwing up. Yeah. Uh, it, that was beautiful. That's been probably since we were younger, since we started every spring break, going in 
watching a college softball game. On the way down, sometimes on the way back even. Yep, that's definitely been one that both of us, especially her, have wanted to visit. So it was it was really cool visiting Florida now, Stadium. Now as far as playing somewhere, is there a favorite place that you guys have been able to play? And obviously you love playing here at your home field, but is there another place you guys even go to maybe every year that you play at that's kind of cool? Because softball fields, they're pretty darn neat sometimes. They can be a little yeah. bit different. Well, last uh, we both played on Mid-Michigan Heat softball team for in the summer and uh, – Last summer, we got to go to Myrtle Beach and play. All right. Yeah, the, or, yeah, they had beautiful, I mean, beautiful fields, turf fields, not turf, I mean, in one complex. That was that was probably my favorite, too. No, nothing, yeah. like, too big. We worked with a couple of CMU coaches a few years ago now, and we probably 12U. That was pretty cool. We yep. got to practice on the field, like, once a week. All right. But, yeah, so, I would yeah. say probably CMU, if not, that the Myrtle Beach tournament was really cool. Yep. Very cool. And so you only got one week left in school, so just one school question. Do you guys have a favorite subject? Did you have a favorite subject throughout high school? Maybe a favorite teacher you want to throw out there or something? Uh, uh I don't necessarily like math, but both of the Bukoviches, if you're from Beale, you know who they are. Yeah. Uh, mainly Mrs. Bukovich because that's who I have had all four years of high school. The best person in our school, I think, personally. She is there for a big, huge sports fan, too. So, and we've known her since we were babies. But She might even be able to teach me math. It, it, yeah. She probably, I mean, the, probably the smartest person I've ever talked to. Kindest heart, biggest heart. Yep. Sweetest person, best teacher. One of the all best right. teachers. Definitely the best teacher. Understands all of us. There for us. But she's, I don't like math. She's Sorry, just Mrs. amazing. So. <laughs> you know, that's cool to hear that because I know Aaron so well from doing all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I would expect to hear that about him. Yeah. It almost reminds me of thinking back in the day when people would ask me about my dad, who's a pastor and a retired pastor. And, oh, boy, your dad's so great. I used to sometimes I'd just say, well, you should meet my mom, you know, because yeah. <laughs> she's pretty darn awesome. And I asked you guys about your earliest moments playing softball together. And now, got to ask about Pops. Yeah. Yeah. Now, your first softball coaching memory of him, I think you talked about it there right before you guys went to the tryouts on your first day. But, is there like a funny memory you guys have of him just laughing at him, maybe even coaching baseball or something like that? What's it been like watching your dad coach? How's that been, you know, good for you guys moving forward in life, yada, yada, yada? Yeah, I mean, personally for me, I've been, I was the bat girl for him since I was probably eight years old growing up with his baseball boys. So just watching him coach at a young age, winning state championships, competing at the higher level, that set standards for what we had to do for him in our high school career. I also think, like we, we're definitely a sports family, but softball and baseball have a special heart or a place in our heart. And growing up watching him, we I don't think we re- we didn't know what was going on. We didn't know who, you know, Brad Antcliffe was. Yeah. And to us, he's a lot more than what he is to a lot of people, obviously. But we just watching him loves something so much and helping so many people made me want to do that you know and so not even that he shared his love of the sports with us and it's something that I will cherish forever and I hope I can do that with my kids you guys talking about him helping people when I interviewed him a couple weeks ago I talked to him about your favorite part about coaching and he said it's about getting all the hats of the kids who have gone on to college oh, yeah. to play at the next level. And that that just kind of ties right into that. That, yep. that really cool answer for me to hear that. And softball is a family sport. You guys kind of touched on it there. I don't think I've ever – I don't know if I've ever been to a Beale City sporting event, period, that I haven't seen your mother or father at. I imagine that will continue after you guys are gone. But what's it like to have not just your dad's support your, and your sister? She's always here as well. What's it like to have that family support? And you always see the posts on Facebook from the softball moms of having to spend all mm-hmm. day at the softball field. You guys are now heading to college to go play softball. Tell all the moms out there, the families, why it's so worth it to be there. Um, I think if you were to ask my mom, she would just say that, I mean, life is flashes by. 
and you're you're gonna watch your kids once you're gonna spend your all all weekend at a ball field only a handful amount of times and so cherish it it goes by so fast I know my mom when it's not softball season god I wish it was softball season I miss <laughs> softball one nice day and Oh, I wish it was softball season. And so, I mean, I think it's it's more, I mean, even the parents, you have to cherish it just as much as the player does because it flashes by for everyone. Yeah. And I mean, we're graduate or we're, our last day of school is next week and we're already getting a text in our family group chat, uh, things that you get from Facebook. That's like, what am I going to do when my kids are gone and I don't get to watch them at sporting events. And I mean, you can tell that they're definitely, they're definitely going to miss it. And my mom, who she obviously hasn't been coaching, but she's there every single time, every single game, and loves it just as much as we do. So, if yeah. not more. Yeah. <laughs> and you want know, to give your mom a shout out? She is was a great teacher for me in high school, and she's been a coach of life for me. I feel like ever since I was telling you guys, she was one of the only people who'd write me a letter of recommendation back then, and and that that was my own fault there. And big thing I want to ask you guys about: I always talk about you learn so much about sports that associates to life and going on to work in the world. Last year, you guys were a district championship team. You finished with a pretty decent record, but many games you finished with just eight players on the field is there something you guys learned from that that you're taking away going ahead in life and what was that like finishing with eight what do you remember about last year oh my gosh what did I learn everything and anything I mean you learn how to work together I think if you didn't already know that sports isn't an I thing it's a team thing we learned it last year um it was it was a crazy season but I I think that that season made me fall in love with softball all over again the family we made the I mean we couldn't do it without all eight of us all nine of us all ten of us whatever whoever we had each week and I think we everyone learned we need each other and I think everyone learned that like things can be tough in life as it was last year but you have to push through and beautiful things can happen yeah that's probably the closest put together team that I've ever played for I mean we all knew that we had to work together if we wanted to win games and that's what we did. So we all got close. We were best friends, family, and we did it. So. Yep. And now other seniors on this team, I know you talked about Megan Johnson, Carly Smith. I know there's a couple others that I'm dropping the names on. Talk about some of those girls as well, because I'm interviewing you guys because you're not playing today. They're out there warming up, yeah. getting ready to take on Farwell. Oh, I mean, Megan, Carly, um, Kaylee, We both Paige and I have played with them for the longest. Sammy, now a few years. But for drillers, we played with them. So, I mean, I could not – there's not a – been a season we didn't play with like Carly, Megan, and Kaylee, and I would definitely look back in a few years and be like, like those girls, like they helped me, they made me love this sport because it's such a it's such a family sport, you know. And they're they're amazing teammates, amazing Sammy too. I mean, she didn't play was freshman and sophomore year, and she came out last year. I mean, the goofiest, funniest, beautiful, most beautiful girl ever. <laughs> yeah. Always, always smiling, you know. I think us seniors are pretty dang tight yep we've been through a lot together on and off the field yep and now you guys are heading to lansing community college next year how excited are you for that how excited are you guys to continue to be able to play softball together i'm really excited i mean i've been looking forward to it i'm a little nervous but knowing that i get to go down with my sister and also one of my best friends who actually goes to farwell um, who, and who's that heading down with you guys uh, madison travis all right 
Yep. So uh, being able to go down with them is helping the anxiety a little bit. But yeah. I'm really excited. Move on to the next chapter. Be able to do it with my best friends. So. And you'll be just far enough away from mom yes, and dad. Yes, or if you yep. need anything, yes. you know, but then you'll have <laughs> yes. your own space. Um, and now, <laughs> like I said, I just laugh because I'm thinking about those two dr- driving down there every day now after I say that. <laughs> and the last thing I want to ask you guys about, you guys have been very, very successful in your softball career and whatever sport you guys have tried to play. But it's became, you know, it's because of a lot of hard work. There's any youngsters out there they're going to listen to this some nine-year-old ten-year-old girls playing softball what advice would you give them if you want to get to the level that you guys are headed to heading to college to play i would say because i remember when i was nine and ten years old wanting to play you're you're gonna fail you are gonna fail thousands hundreds i mean more times than you're probably gonna succeed but that's part of the process just because you strike out does not mean you need to quit playing just because you strike out does not mean you know you suck or something there's whatever you're thinking I feel like softball is a very you get in your own mind type of deal and it's very easy to get into your head and it's very hard to get out of it you know I almost quit softball because it's I was like I you know you get in a slump and I'm like nope I don't I don't want to play so I would just say you're gonna fail but you have to love that part too because you're not gonna succeed if you don't fail I don't know if you have anything to add to that page that <laughs> exactly was a pretty darn good answer said. Natalie exactly what she said yeah the, Natalie I don't think I've heard a that, I've asked a lot of kids that question. That might be the best answer I've heard yet. So congratulations yeah, on that. That was Thanks. that was really good. And thank you guys so much for taking some time to chat with me. I really appreciate it. And your parents, you guys are just like them. You guys are headed to do great things. Just continue to live your lives like them, and you're going to be just fine. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Welcome back to Spock Sports Show. What we're going to do here in the second half is just talk about where all of our baseball softball teams are going to be at for district action. If I know a little bit about the district, I might tell you who thinks going to be a favorite. But for the most part, it's kind of a mystery to this guy right now. I've interviewed some of our local teams. But the MHSA.com not always up to date on some scores. We'll talk about our Ultra 5 local schools. That's Mount Pleasant, Sacred Heart Academy, Beale City, Claire, and Shepherd. I want to start in Division 1, where you find our Mount Pleasant Oilers. They will be hosting a district, but it's going to be a tough one with TC West, TC Central coming down. It's Alpena to start. Mount Pleasant does have some of their records, their scores up. They're currently 14-5 and five on the year, so you might call them the favorite in the district. What they're going to have to watch out for, though, is the semifinal and regionals. Probably going to have to run into Bay City Western or Midland. They split with Bay City Western, and they fell to Midland twice earlier this year. Now, flipping things over for softball, Mount Pleasant girls got a long trip up to Traverse City. It's a same district, TC West, TC Central, Alpena, and Mount Pleasant. That's one of those not absolutely sure about those teams. Mount Pleasant currently 7-4 according to MHSA.com. They'll take on Alpena noon on June 4th. There's only four teams in the district. All the games are going to be on June 4th. Some of them are pushed back to May 31st if there has to be a pre-district, I say, instead of a district semifinal. So that's what's going on with Division One and our Mount Pleasant team. Mount Pleasant boys at home. Mount Pleasant girls going up to TC Central. As we slide down to Division Two, that's where we find our Shepherd Blue Jay boys and girls and the Claire boys and girls. Claire boys are going to be up in Gladwin. I know Gladwin is a tough team. They were the only team so far to beat the Beale City boys, and that game ended a little early. I expect Gladwin to be a tough out, and the Shepherd boys are in Midland Bullet Creek with two really good teams in Bay City, John Glenn and Essexville Garber. Midland Bullet Creek, Freeland also really good as well. So Shepard may be the underdog in that one. And a lot of these are going to be very similar when I'm talking the girls and the boys. Well, kind of. Shepard girls actually do have a district, different district as they're going to be down in Elma, Big Rapids, Cadillac, 
Alma and Remus Chip Hills. Shepard, one of those teams that will actually be playing on the 31st of May in an opener against Chip Hills, and this is a really strong district. Alma Cadillac, always two of the bigger Division II teams. Big Rapids, 18-1 on the year. Shepard, they're 15-8-1 on the year, but they've played against a number of Division I schools. Check out my interview with Coach Loonsfoot that I had last week, and any Spock Sports Show podcast you want to think of at MyMichiganPodcast.com. Let's go down to Shepard Girls and the Claire Girls. This is one of the strange things. Claire boys, D2. Claire girls are Division Three. They're in Sanford Meridian with Meridian, Farwell, Beaverton, and Harrison. A really good district there, but I would consider Claire the favorite in that one. And as we slide down to Division Four. District 4, the Beale City Girls, they'll also be playing on the 31st of May, very similar to the Shepherd Girls, and they got a tough opener against Coleman. Whoever comes out of that one then has to take on Sacred Heart Academy. Whoever wins those two games will definitely be the favorite versus the winner of the host Blanchard, Montebella, and Vesterberg. That Beale City-Coleman matchup, ooh, that is going to be a good one on the 31st, 4 o'clock in Blanchard, Montebella is when that game will go. And where we are going to be for our coverage is in Beale City as the Aggie boys take on Coleman 10 a.m. on the 4th of June, so mark that on your calendar. Might have to get up a little bit early on a Saturday for some baseball and breakfast. Then at noon, it's going to be Marion and Sacred Art Academy, then the championship game to follow. know a lot about Beale City. They're ranked number two in the state. Sacred Heart, very young, but have been very impressive this year. Coleman, don't know a whole lot about them. Marion, don't know a whole lot about them. This guy being a homer is hoping for that Sacred Art at Beale City championship game. That's what's coming up for district play, and whoever makes it through, we will be following as far as they go on our coverage on Buck 92. Thanks so much for tuning in to Spock Sports Show this week and Spock Sports Show podcast. Be back with you next week. Thank you for listening to Spock Sports Show with Chris Spockman. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views, opinions of Latitude Media, our sponsors, affiliates, and My1043 or Buck 92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.